Hello and Farmhammer is back for God knows what number of episodes, but we'll say season two, episode one for for 2023. Is all of us here? There's me, there's Mark. Hello. And Cara. Hello. All here to kick off the new year, say goodbye to one GHB, hello to the next. Commiserate, Talk. celebrate. Glad it's in the bin. All all sorts of opinions on the old GHB here. Yeah. A lot of it's the same opinion, I'm just saying. Hmm? A lot of it's the same opinion. Yeah, it, it, yeah there's maybe two against one. <laughs> yeah, me and, me and the current GHB uh, don't really see eye to eye. <laughs> no. Well, in fact, me and you went and looked up before Tabletop to you went offline. Me and you actually both measured our win-loss records between the last two GHBs. And it wasn't pretty. Yeah, we did. We both of us noticed a significant drop. Um, whether that's our fault, the GHB's fault, who knows? Uh, no, it's not our fault, clearly. <laughs> well, obviously not. No, no. We, are, we are perfect, obviously. We are. <laughs> My win rate ratio went the opposite direction. <laughs> yes, yes, it definitely did. Yeah, you stole our wins, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. I balanced yes. it out. That's it. You, 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 you joined the show. You fucked up all our wins. You steal us on there. And then made yeah. and made the made the Six Nations team. And then you run off with the swag. <laughs> but yeah. So. So yeah, I guess the old GHB. I think yeah, we've kind of just said there. But what 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 was it you didn't like about it, Mark? Do you think looking back? You know, I've actually given that some thought, and I can't quite put my finger on it. It was just um, something about me in the book just didn't click. I just didn't get it, maybe. Something to do with, like, maybe the veterans and that sort of stuff. It just didn't seem to just sit right in my brain. I don't know. So when I was making lists, things like bounty hunters and expert conquerors, I wasn't really kind of thinking about that sort of stuff, and... Maybe that's why I've maybe not done so well over the past couple of months is because I'm not really kind of thinking along those lines of bounty hunters and expert conquerors. But I don't know, just there's maybe a little bit of added bloat to maybe what was in the previous handbook, and maybe I just hadn't got my head around it yet. Um, I'm quite excited for the new handbook, and I've obviously had like a couple of months off playing at AOS, so I'm quite excited now to kind of come back for lasters, and I've got a lot of tournaments kind of lined up for the for the first few months of of the year so i'm quite excited to be kind of getting get my feet back under the table and rolling dice again whatever the new handbook kind of throws at us so what about yourself well yeah i mean it's it's much as such similar and again i'm not quite sure why it didn't click um but one thing i do i do think it's worth mentioning about it is i feel that this is a problem with the six month cycle is that as we hit this point of the ghb also ignoring the fact that we weren't getting onto it as much, but a lot of people who were are now we're starting to really click with the list and moved away from bounty hunters mm-hmm. and showing more expert conquerors was where the power really was and things like that. And now it's all gone. So I think unless you can jump on lists within like a month or two, you're going to be so far behind the curve because you've only got six months with the new GHBs. So once you start to fall behind, I feel it's it's a compounding effect because by the time you can get your feet under yourself and push back into it you're a way to change again yeah i think i think that's going to be kind of ponder is 
kind of feel for people that maybe don't play as much AOS. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, we, we went to Warhammer World in August, and the handbook what came out in July. And yeah, because well, Kara, we were at was it the Bathgate event was the first one with the new GHB. Mm, I think so. Which was like July-ish, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 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 Then, yeah. So. Pretty certain. So when I sit back and like kind of reflect over the the past season, I mean, I went to Warhammer World, did a couple of events, but apart from outside of tournaments, I've only played about three games outside of a tournament. Yeah. And that that's maybe through personal choice or circumstance, but there are people who just can't get in the number of games that they'd like to play because they just maybe family are in the way or work and stuff like that. So they may only play over the course of six months maybe 10, 15 games. And it, it's not maybe quite fair on those people who are paying £30 for a book to, pay, to play 10, 15 games or maybe go to two, two events. I think what I'd maybe prefer from a handbook is more of a sprucing up, like a refresh every six months, maybe just looking at the battle plans, looking at maybe what's wrong with the battle plans and just tweaking well, them slightly. Yeah, and, I think like before we go into before we go to that, I think it's worth touching on why Kara enjoyed the handbook before we sort of speak about mm-hmm. um, yeah. the, well, the next I will also point out that different just, opinion. I will point out just before I get onto that that is well Mark saying about the refreshing they have taken a lot from this handbook and put it in the new one. They but have. Half and the missions and things like that. Yeah. So that's good. I don't know if it is, and I want to... I'll <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto that. But. Yeah, there's a few things that I'll touch on that I've got conflicting views on the new GHB. Yeah. Um, but before we get to there, you enjoyed the book. You had great results with the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think there was definite bits that I didn't like. I, I don't particularly like the Bounty Hunters because it did reduce the effectiveness of some of some units which you would specifically take because they will say two wounds over one wound each and things like that. It just made mm-hmm. them pointless. Um, but I think Conquerors added a nice aspect. Um, I I liked the way they played. I liked the whole bound by brothers thing because obviously the forces I played, big 32 mil bases, the one inch reaches because they hadn't been updated so Mm -hmm. the ability to actually get the combat weight back into those sort of units like bulgors and pestigors Mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing i think that it fitted nicely um i don't know obviously a lot of people think bok at the moment is massively broken um i may have i may have said that Exactly. You may have said that several, several times. Um, I mean, the fact that I managed to go to a 4-1 in a, a fair of a doubles event with Lee Martin, but I still managed to get a 4-1 with Bok shows that there, there is definitely some power in them, because I don't do that. That's yes, not me. Yeah, no, there is, there is, and I'm not going to deny that. Um, but it's, I just, I like the feel of it, and I like the idea. I think they missed the mark with it, as they yeah. did the previous GHP. They say it's one thing, and it ends up being not. Yeah, they have they have this mm-hmm. fear that if they skew it too far one way, they need to put in a battalion yeah. to counter yeah. the specific reason for that GHB. Well, it's they, like 
things like the um they had the bounty hunters but they didn't specify that had to be foot troops so then suddenly you get in things like gore grunters who are yeah. the best bounty hunters yeah. and they hit like a truck and they're really hard to get rid of and it was supposed to be about infantry so it, it yeah it didn't quite they didn't quite hit the mark with it they, which is they, actually a very good point because they have sort of addressed that with the new battalions i feel they have mm. put a bit more restrictions on what can go in them which I think yes is a definitely and um, definitely yeah. and they've made it um Again, we'll get in, obviously more into that, but it's they've made it so you have to have three units. It's not just a yeah. So yeah. they have. Well, it's a lot more restrictive. I think they are learning. But yeah, I, I, I just. I think, I think from what I've seen of the new handbook, it does seem a bit more intelligent design. They clearly have learned from the mistakes of the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, like we mentioned, if if you want to take the sharpshooter battalion to shoot off those small heroes then the lowest you can aim for is is a four drop yeah because you have to fill that battalion they're not one drop and then you have to take your battle regiment after it so there's not a there's less feel bad where you're getting maybe like you know double tap shooting and then all those small heroes are shot off by the you know the bottom of turn one or start of turn two mm-hmm. and you can't score those battle tactics so there's a bit i think they maybe listened a little bit more and kind of like looked at you know game design it does on paper look a little bit more intelligent than you know, last year or last season I should say, not yeah. Year. Yeah. um but yeah so i i enjoyed the last year hp and but i will also say that just because it is just six months doesn't mean you can't carry on playing it if you want to carry on playing it anyone who wants to they can still play it it's yeah. their choice I mean, yeah, there is always this option. Same as there's the option just to not buy them. If you just want to play the core yeah. book, yeah. knock yourself out. But obviously us as all tournament players. Yeah, that, 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 from the perspective of tournament mm-hmm. players. Yeah, you're never going to have a, a TO saying, right, we're going to use a, a book from two seasons ago because everyone will just be like, well, no, I'm not coming because that's just rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, as a general thing, you, you yes. can still do it. I mean, it's not buried, gone and buried. Although you guys might bury it in the back garden. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> burn it, laughing. Next Saturday, I'm having a service at my house. Uh, <laughs> got, uh, some charcoal ready. On fire. Sacrificial yeah, I'll, knife. I'll, I'll, maybe, I'll maybe take it down the quarry and uh, hide No, it because that's bottom. technically my one, so don't. <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> He's doing I, want, I want actually my one back. <laughs> Yeah, I accidentally picked up someone. I accidentally ended up with two GHPs somehow, and one wasn't mine. One's <laughs> back now. Just burn the other one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's fair to say from the the discourse I've seen online and things like that that this last GHP has been divisive. Yeah. More so, I think than any previous GHP. There's very much been people that like it and people that really don't like it. And I think that's I think that's going to continue with this GHP. As much as I like a lot of what we're about to discuss with it, I think there's a lot I don't like as well. Um, chief among them, just to get out of the way, is they've basically just destroyed Gargans again, almost. Yeah. Pretty much. Unless they, unless they come up with some, some specific ruling on them pretty quickly. Yeah, because without access to Galician champions, 
you're losing four battle tactics of the new eight. Was it eight battle tactics we got? You lose half of them anyway. You need four or five battle tactics. Yeah. Is. You lose half the battle tactics because they require a Galician champion. And the the Sons of Behemoth battle tactics aren't amazing either. Yeah. So you're probably only going to be getting maybe three battle tactics a game without really, really playing for it. Which I don't mind if that applied to everyone. To every, yeah, to everybody. But there are some factions that can just like easy battle tactics for these. Yeah. 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 So I think that's one of the big issues I have, which also leads into the fact that GW must be aware of things like that. They must be aware of how much is going to hurt Guardians. And when they were thinking of, okay, Galician champions are going to hurt, so we'll make sharp. The Galician champions will be too good, so we'll make sharpshooters. Where isn't the thought process to compensate for Gargants in some way as well? I, I one could argue that Gargants are a compensation anyway. Well, there is. You'd have to ask Gargan players that. <laughs> I will say nothing about the Gargan army looking at me just now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I, I feel that they, they've shown they, they they want to do one thing. Well, add a compensation to fix it. But when it comes to whole armies suddenly suffering, there doesn't seem to be that same thought process applied to it. Yeah, the thing is, somewhere, somebody somewhere but, must be sitting down, going, looking at each and every faction, each and every army, and saying, how does this book impact on that faction? Yeah, but do they? Yeah, I mean, but they that's, that's the thing. If, they, if they're not doing that, and if they can't see the glaring thing, like this this scenario here or, or this, this handbook here really makes that faction or that faction unplayable, or, or flip it around, it makes that faction too good because they can effectively do six out of eight battle tactics and whatever's in their book as well and then you know if they're not doing that then you have to think what's what else going on as a game designer yeah. mm. mm-hmm. i mean maybe we're missing something with guidance maybe the i i mean maybe there's the general play of going standing on objective yes they might not be able to score that or whatever and one little hero can get on it and claim it but if the guidance can still smash them off it because a little hero is pretty squishy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't think any issue with them holding the primary objectives, and I don't think any issue with them, you know, causing damage and that like before. But we all know how important battle tactics are. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's where they struggle. I mean, as as, as you in fact said, Kara, like they're they're not going to get man skittles every game. Oh. Like goldster, you it's, know, it's not a no. It's too many dice rolls, I mean, and then another dice roll, and then you have to do another yeah. dice roll to, to succeed in that. I mean, and things like Wrecking Crew, you've got to destroy enemy faction terrain. Well, it's only relevant against certain armies, and you have to roll a three up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's a maybe. That's mine, which is kick an objective out of your territory. Well, you've got to take a cracking eater for that. You know, there's so much of them that are just so specific. Yeah. Um, two, two of them are related to being able to carry out monstrous actions against other monsters, which we may see less of this 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 GHB as well, which is just a further knock-on effect to why they're going to suffer. I think we'll still see quite a few monsters. I think we will. Um, I, th- I, I, I think so. I think, 
I think there's still there's always a place for a monster in your army. There's always a place for a good monster in your army. Yeah. Obviously, now the list designs are going to be different. I'm I'm excited for how different this list design is going to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. I want I want to see lots of little heroes running around. I mean, it'll be again like everything is. It's going to be a case of haves and have nots. Um. How that's going to play out, I, I'm not even sure because you get armies like, like Lumineth, say they've got a ridiculous number of Galician champion applicable heroes, but none of them can fight. So, yeah, instantly, a lot of the stuff you can do with them is, is irrelevant. You flip it to Stormcast, they've also got a ridiculous number of Galician champions, but most of them can fight reasonably well for a hero of that standard. A lot yeah. of them are named, though, aren't they? I think. Of, yeah, they've got a lot of names. Yeah, they've got so a lot obviously of names, they can't be the champs. But a lot of them have a generic equivalent as well. All right. Okay. So there's, I mean, even things like a Lord Castle and it's still got what's it four attacks at two damage round one something like that yeah. while giving out the buffs he gives out. So it, when you're dealing with heroes of that level, you know, it's still a great show. Yeah, true. And Stormcast heroes are pretty tanky. By yeah, they've got, all got like a three up save base. Yeah. So. You know, but again, at least we won't see as much dragons, which is always good. You say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wishful thinking, possibly, might on my be, part. We might be here three months down the line, and actually, Galician champions might actually make a no blind bit of difference because if you're shooting off all the battle line units, turn one and turn two, there's nothing then to for your opponent to score objectives with, and you can just pick off the heroes yeah. at leisure, you know, turn three, four, and five. So. Mm-hmm. I think that is a good point, is how much Galician Champions is going to be the right amount. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it also very much depends on what new books come out and what the rules they come out with, because Mm -hmm. if there's too many ways in the meta to destroy those little heroes, people are going to stop taking them, Mm -hmm. or maybe take one or two, and then it just shifts the whole thing away from what the GHB wanted to do anyway. I mean, I think when we're saying of what's going to come out, I think we can pretty much figure out that everything's going to get updated in the next six months, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, it looks like. Um, just before, obviously, we get 40k 10th edition, um, around the middle of the year, we should have a fully updated AOS roster. Mm-hmm. Which in itself is going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we should then, theoretically, you know, everything going to plan, have a fully updated roster and then get another GHB and we'll probably be pretty settled for a few months because they'll be so focused on 40k we won't get new books for a while so the meta will actually just sort of settle for a bit which would be fun. <laughs> it has been I mean it's, you think back to like this time last year it's been a crazy year in terms of releases. Oh yeah mm-hmm. it just hasn't let up at all. Which is good. Yeah, it's it's good and bad. I think was it's it, one of those. The new book from last year, the new Noodle book, the Stormcast book this time last year. What am I here Not not the Stormcast. No. Stormcast was launched. Yeah. Is it all right? Okay. Yeah, it came out at the same time as Oracle World Clans. You know, what came out this time last year then? Could have been Nurgle. Could have been Nurgle. You you took the Brewdog. That's right. I did. Yeah. So yeah, it would be Nurgle. Yeah, because I picked them up for Brewdog. Yeah. yeah. And then put them away again. Yeah, there was a lot of that this year. 
for the bare pair of you whereas i pretty much stuck to things yeah and i am committing to one army for the rest of the year um largely due to the fact that i'm wanting to when i run my brewdog event in november i am wanting to 3d print a lot of terrain and acquire a lot of terrain to make that event something special for the, for the end of the year i want to try and have try and improve our terrain i mean me and me and you mark we sort of spoke about that and tried that mm-hmm. nobody to go now um to have a sort of community terrain collection and it didn't quite get going but i think now we're in a place where with all the sdls that are out there with some of the stuff from companies like printable scenery there's a lot of nice pieces out there that we can get a hold of and we can do things like have big pieces of line of sight blocking terrain on tables, which is something that we've lacked in yeah. uh, a lot of Scottish tournaments for a while now. We don't really play with garrison rules because we don't have much scenery pieces that really look like they're garrisonable. We yeah. should be playing with stuff like this. So I think I think it's it's something that I want to work towards just for the betterment of the scene and selfishly for my event that I run at the end of the year will uh, benefit from it the most. <laughs> yeah. But aside from that, yeah, I do want to stick to one army and try and better myself because you don't you don't learn as much by jumping, and we all know that. But especially me and Mark, the hobby butterfly in us is uh, is pretty real. <laughs> Listen, I'm just I just need to break my record of 500 moles in a year. That's why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so how much have you done this year? Uh, last well, I kept a record last year, and I ended 2022. With painting 511 models. And where are we at just now? Uh, I'm, I'm not counting this year because I'm just doing this project here and then I'm going to start looking at things like um, Middle Earth. Um, I've got my heresy stuff I want to get painted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that will encourage me to just stop being a hobby butterfly because I know I am. Um, yeah. And then maybe come sort of summer holidays, I might pick up another then AOS project for the new hamburg or something like that. So mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my heresy stuff and it's just like, it's just such a lovely model range. I'm just like, no, I'm still painting AOS. It's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same. I've got a huge heresy collection that I've just barely made a dent in. Um, yeah. So I think a part of that is I am sort of toying with changing Legion a little bit. <laughs> Uh, maybe get rid of the food troops that I have painted before I start painting on my rather large collection of tanks. Mm-hmm. I, think I kind of want to paint them a different color. I think as much as I like the Iron Hands, I don't know if I want to paint like 15 black tanks. I think that might get a bit dull. Um, <laughs> but I might try for a different brighter color. You know, you know me and my bright colors. So, no. Uh, <laughs> I do the Madness. dark colors, you do the bright colors. That's how it works. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I've, I've been talking with that to maybe get myself a bit of a kick into it. But I do want to get, like, priority is Brewdog is my next tournament that I play at. So armies be painted by then. That's what, a month away? Two months? No, two months. Yeah, start March. And I've, I've got a good chunk of it done. I just keep changing the list, which hasn't helped. I've painted 30 models that now don't make it into my current list. So that's time well spent. Well, no, it will um, be, because if you're sticking it with... It will be, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it's absolutely time well spent, just not in the order I would have liked to have spent it in, potentially, because then it could be... If I'd painted another 30 models, my list would be ready. 
because those models will come back in some shape oh, yeah. handbook. You know, so. and, that's, and that's what I want to do. I want to have an army that can uh, cycle through everything nice and easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I guess, I don't know if you guys have the handbook there um, in front of you or that. I've got... Well, the new GHB? Yeah. Uh, no, but I can probably find it. Yeah, I mean... Spoiler alert, it all leaked like three weeks ago. <laughs> from from someone. Uh, yes. We've got the, you know, that whole thing leaked. So, yeah, there's some, there is, there's a, it's an interesting rule thing pointed out actually that I saw just to, you know, put us down this tangent. How do you measure line of sight to an objective? Can you see the dirt? <laughs> Well, that's it. Is it? You have to. So, if you put a model over the center point of an objective, can you see it? Yes. But that, like, that's it's a stupid little rules thing that I don't think has an answer because it's never actually mattered. <laughs> yeah, because an object, an objective isn't actually a physical yeah. object; it's a point on the board. Yeah. Whereas for the new realm spells, you need to pick an objective marker within range and visible, and I not entirely sure how you determine it's visible or not. <laughs> this is true. Um, sure that'll get, I'm sure that'll get FAQ'd. I think if you got visibility to the point of the objective is maybe what you're looking for. If there's maybe something yeah. in the way. I, mean, I think the big issue is if you put a model on you, then you don't see it. So is it, is it as simple as if you put a model in the centre of every objective, the realm spells and are pointless? So what is it you're wanting from the GHB? Because I've... I've got it in fact. No, it was just uh just that bit. Well, it was more just a little sort of discussion as he goes a little discussion through it. Um I think the other thing is worth pointing out is in the in the new book is that we have for the first time a GHB, I think, new artifacts. We haven't had artifacts in a mm-hmm. GHB. Um which are all Galician champion specific, which mm-hmm. is fun. Um and we've got a whole new unique enhancement as well. Which yeah. again is cool. Yeah, and I think this is something that I like. I like that this is we're focusing on Galician champions, and obviously not every book has you know artifacts that work for their champions or things like that. So now you've got three artifacts that anyone can take. So you've you've got something to buff your your heroes with that you're going to need to take to score these object to score these battle tactics. And they have been a little bit more sensible with them as well. Yes. Like things like the Tusk Helm, the fact that they specifically say if you already have an effect that does this sort of thing, it doesn't both apply. Yeah, so you can't have a Ogre stoke. Tyrants doing their, their mortal wound impacts on threes and meat fist and then doing the same again on fours. Oh god, I didn't realise you people would have tried that. Oh they would have done. Oh it'd be a it'd be horrible. Well, that would be insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So things like that, I think there's They've actually been a little bit cleverer with that, which is nice. Yeah, the core battalions on the artifacts, they all seem to be have tightened up the wording for them. Which is yeah. good. And as, as you mentioned before, you like the Bonds of Battle. It's good to see it back in a battalion. So you could, you still can get the benefit of that rule if you yeah. want to. Yeah, and it's it just gives that a little bit of flexibility and longer lasting for ones that haven't been updated yet. And we're yeah. going to take a little while to update. So, because mm-hmm, I, I use I, I liked it for my Bone Splitters More Boys units because they've got like four attacks each on the charge, but a one inch range. 
So yeah. they really struggle. You take a unit of 20 of them, and before with the two inch reach, well, the bonds of battle reach, it was great. And now they can still, you can still do that with this. You've just got to take a few more drops. And it is up to four. Yeah, two to four units. So yeah, so, which is pretty good. Cover cover a lot of ground with it. Um, I guess this was the the one aspect. The aspect of champion is also the new unique enhancements. I think the one that is worth pointing out that's going to that's going to cause everyone so much grief. Uh, yeah. I, know, I know I know Mark's rubbing his hands at it because he's gets a he's got a couple of armies that benefit from this one. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Is the uh, use the command ability up to three times? One of which yeah. is rally, and certain armies have a four up rally. So three units rallying on four ups is going to be awful. Absolutely hard. That's it. I mean, if you just look at say fire slingers. Yeah. If you if you go down say a Volstar, like um Volkite Bazooka spam list, you might have like three units of twenty. And two wounds each, and it takes a fair bit of work to get through three units of 20 Volkites. You get them down to, like, say, three or four models each or whatever, and then you just go, like, right, one CP, and I'm just going to rally every single unit back on a full-up. That is, like, yeah. trollage to the next level. That's just, like, GG. And the whole time they've been dying, they've been buffing the Auric Flamekeepers, who are giving yeah. out buffs, but you then rally the whole units back, and they get all the buffs. Uh- yeah. I will say, though, with that one, at least they have made it that it's the Galician champion that has to issue the order, and it's that specific one. Yeah. yeah. So you could, just, you could just hunt down that one, and that's it. They can't do that. Yes, that is true. So it's not just like a unit can rally itself, which she it can at the moment. Yeah, but especially yeah. using Fire Slayer as an example, you'd want to put it on the Battlesmith, is it? Yeah, anyway, because he's the one that gives him the four-up rally or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if, yeah. your, if your opponent is an army that doesn't have any shooting, like this, for example, a, a death army, the death characters don't it, have any shooting. OBR of shooting, death do have shooting, and and crossbows, my horn of crossbows. And Soulbite apparently well, going to be getting actual archers. Well, OBR, the only shooting OBR have is is the catapults, and the catapults can't go in the sharpshooter battalion, so they can't no. shoot. They no. can't shoot the heroes anyway. So you're sitting you there, the you're, unit. your your half cut bazookas are dying, they fight when they die, they've got that command ability, they can they can fight at the start of the hero phase when they when they get charged. And then you just go, right, one CP and I'm just gonna like pop them all back up and it's just like, wow, that's <laughs> that's mental. Yeah. You know? Well it's also it's you, you focus on the rally, but they can all out attack on three units, all out defense, or redeploy on three units too. Yeah, I think the redeploy is going to be the one that's is going to be interesting because you still need to have a unit end within the movement range to trigger it. You can't just then move three units. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's probably not the one that's going to get used. I mean, and all that attack in the right place of three units would be great. Yeah, or I think even all that defense I mean, would. So. Yeah, they're 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 both good, but it's the rally that's going to be the one that's going to cause so much feel-bads. So oh, yeah. Much yeah. That's the one that just... Particularly, particularly on the armies like Doc, where you can bring back, you know, yeah. three units of 30 with shields, you know, things like that. Well, three oh, yeah. units of it's, it's It's a good ability, but in some armies, it's just, like, over 9,000. You know, it's just, like, buffed and buggery. You know? Very um, Yeah. Another thing that I want to point out that I really like about the layout of this GHB is on the missions, it says, like, Battle Plan 1, Table 1. Battle Plan 2, Table 1. 
on the actual mission pages. So it's just that a little bit easier. Once you roll your dice, you see which battle plan and mission you're playing. If you just open up the mission page, you can easily reference if you need to go forward or back nice and quickly. You don't need to flip to the contents page to see what numbers they all are. Just yeah. a little bit of quality of life improvement that I always enjoy. They have done a good job. And I, I think in the layout-wise, I, I like the artwork and things in it as well. Yeah. Minor, um, but yeah. And we've still got Ringbound. We've not been forced into the horrible paperbound chapter proves of 40k get the fall apart. We've still got the nice fancy hardback Ringbound ones that actually last. Yeah. Why there's such a discrepancy, I can't even begin to understand. Oh, I don't know. I don't want my stand so I can just like stand the GHB at the side of the table if I can see the map and the objectives. Just get yeah. a music stand. Like a That's a music pedantic. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a grumpy AOS player in me. That's all. Well, to get a sheet music stand and just carry it around with you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have one, so that's fine. I'll do that. There you go. <laughs> get two. One for your GHB. There you go. <laughs> That's okay it. then. <laughs> Just like getting music stands and all these like sort of things like pro painted and element games and stuff like that. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to get we need to get ahead of the curve and get branded ones. Yeah. I, I will say though, if the leaked GHP is actually the actual proper one, they still haven't changed the heroic actions. It's still wrong in the back. Yeah. There's the heroic is, recovery still says if you roll equal to the bravery, then you recover one, and then it's D3 under. Yep, and Purple Sun is still the mm. original ruling, but if you go to the battle scroll, it specifically says to use the new scroll. Rather than fixing it in the print version, you've still got to go to a digital version to get the fix. Which is hilarious, the fact that it's, it's not. It's just, it's something that shouldn't be a problem. I understand they're working on long delays, but if your delays, if you're printing that far in advance, then you're not being able to take feedback into your physical products and your physical products therefore work less. I mean, I think GHBs and stuff are a good example of a book, of a service that should be digital. It just makes it easier. Yeah, they can update on the fly. You know, bundle it into Warhammer Plus. That would, that would be a big seller. If you want to get numbers from Warhammer Plus, Bundle your GHB and chapter approved into Warhammer Plus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but no, I think overall it's going to be fun. It's going to come out with different armies, um, different layouts for the same armies. So yeah. Yeah, though, actually, one other point I was going to make is I think this is also the first time that I've seen Battle Tactics reference a battalion. Because one of the battle tactics, I think it's just one. Uh, yeah, a matter of honor also references the sworn bodyguard unit, which is from a battalion. Yes, you so if you don't it. take that battalion, you're further locking yourself out of another battle tactic. Yeah, but I think that's only that one is just it's one of the a champion or a bodyguard. So you're not locking yourself out. No, but it's a lot easier to destroy something with a unit than it is with a Galician champion. Is the, is the point. It's a lot easier to achieve with your sworn bodyguard. It's just the first time I've seen that they've done it in that way. Which, again, is just it's something different. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we obviously will touch on this probably after Brewdog. We've all got a lot more experience with it. 
But looking ahead to at the time of recording next week, it is the Masters and for the first time the Lasters. So of of us, all three of us are involved in some capacity. Yes. Kara, you are a master. Yes, I'm Mark, in the masters. You are a laster. Yep. And I have been I have been roped into Tio in the Masters. You know you can't even sneak in the pub. I know, that's the worst thing. I'm stuck there all day. Um But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be an interesting experience to tee with the Masters for sure. It's a weird one because um, uh, it's weird to be teeing an event that I've not really put much effort into the prep for because obviously Scott still handed all of that. Um, right. But like the middle of last year when he qualified, I said to him like, "Well, look, if you're gonna qualify, I'm not going to at this point. So I'm not gonna have him have to step down." the year he qualifies just to run it. That seems silly. So yeah. I said I would step up and run it. Um, so I did the pack and I'll do the day to day. I'm doing the the BCP side of things as well. Mm-hmm. And then alongside that, because well, I, I haven't been to the Masters before, but it was always just the top 16 that were at the event. And the idea came, I believe it was Ryan's idea, to have a second event alongside it that we decided to call the Lasters just because it's funny. Um, so which means that when the master is crowned, it's not just going to be the top 16 that's there, it's going to be a big chunk of the Scottish scene will be there to see that moment, which I think is quite nice. Yes. Um, and you know, so we'll start with Kara. What's your thoughts then on making the masters this year, given you've been on the scene what two years? Um, not well, I suppose it's probably almost two years now. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I'm and proud that, to do it. It's it's and you've 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 gone from zero five to all the way to masters. Yeah. Your journey has taken you there via Six Nations and things like that. So this uh, is definitely a a culmination of a year of work from you. I mean, yeah, I mean that's I'm I'm proud of what I've been able to accomplish and stuff, but it's only because of support people have given me and feedback and just I think just sticking with what I've got. Well, that's the thing. You uh, you were in the very fortunate position of you stuck with Beast of Chaos from day one, and then they got a nice update. But you'd because you'd already put the work into the units and the way they played and the play style, and you had the big collection as well, which is obviously a big help. Yes, you yeah, it did. Were did. able to to hit the ground running and take advantage of those updates as soon as they were available. Much so, and and I never play things the way everyone else does. <laughs> no, no, I mean there was multiple times on the run to Six Nations that the the D word was mentioned in the in the chat, and yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> um, we'll leave that to other uh, Scottish discussion. piece of chaos players. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've enjoyed it, and it's been a heck of a journey. I think I'm probably prouder of getting to the Six Nations than I am of Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a bigger thing, and obviously you got to go to Belfast and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Masters, yeah, I, I want to. It, it'd be nice to see and be part of. Not sure how I'm going to do because at the moment I'm torn still if I want to take 
like an ultimate kill list or just one of my slightly more fun and I'll just have what I want list. Yeah, it's so, yeah, practice is a weird one because as as I've been saying, you know, we're discussing it is it's you know the top sixteen. It's not going to be there's not an easy game in there apart from maybe Sinky, but you know. um but yeah so as soon as you've lost lost dropped a game no matter what list you've taken then that's it you're out yeah you're not not gonna win it no i'm not even sure i I feel as if the people that have been winning the tournaments kind of deserve to win it anyway so well i think you know for those you know the nathan john and andy's also won an event as well the pressure's on them to win. Particularly, you know, John and Nathan, both former masters, both the top two of the of the rankings this year. And Will's uh, captain and vice captain. Indeed. And John being Scotland's first ever Mr. Three Hundred. Just uh, he, he loves he, he, lo- he loves being called Mr. Three Hundred. Make sure that everyone calls him Mr. Three Hundred as much as possible. <laughs> um with a perfect score of this year. You know, so yeah, I mean, for them it is. It's a it's a huge weekend for them because it is the final step on them showing what they're what they're made of. Yeah. And at the same time, everyone else, it's their chance to knock them off. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, I don't want. I'm not saying I don't want. I don't want to do well because I would yeah. like to do well. But oh, absolutely. I also just want to enjoy it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like you, that. It's like that FA Cup feeling. If you ever, like watch football and stuff like that, you hear your yeah. football league. <laughs> The FA Cup, there's always like the magic of like that that sort of giant killing act, and it's only going to take one person in that sixteen to do that sort of giant slayer act at David versus Goliath, and and they get so much out of it, you know. It, it's kind oh, of yeah. like sort of magic, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, if if someone manages to beat, if 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 both, say for example, both John and Nathan lost a game. Then that thing's blown wide open straight away. Yeah. It's because it is on the line. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, Mr. The Hundred will always be Mr. The Hundred. <laughs> and obviously, Mark, you are in the Lasters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on that? I've got a completely different take on on the Lasters. So the past like two and a half, three months, I've not really played any AOS. So, obviously the Lasters and the Masters is a culmination of results in 2022. But my take on on the Lasters is me kind of getting back into the hobby. So I'm kind of having the viewpoint, I'm not looking at it as the end of 2022. And even though it's the last event with the current handbook, I'm actually looking as it as the start of 2023 yeah, like a warm-up just getting those yeah i have a completely different perspective on going to the last is mm-hmm. next week it's, it's not a it's not a reflection back on the year i'm using it as a looking forward to the new year a reboot yeah a, a reboot because I, I mean, i've played uh i played almost the last event northern invasion i think it was when was that in november october yeah, october October. Is there anything after that? Yeah, there was the Howling. I didn't go to yeah. it. Yeah, so I didn't go to that either. So my last event was Northern Invasion. I've not actually played a game of AOS since Northern Invasion. 
Mm-hmm. I've not played a tournament game since. I've obviously played games since. But no, I've, I've played like one um, through a Broken Realms or maybe two at the most. But I come kind of completely kind of shut down and going into hibernation just to kind of recharge the batteries and work has been kind of busy and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not looking. I'm not using it. I'm thinking about as a as a, as a reflection of the year that's gone. I'm I'm looking very much forward to the new year. And this to me is just the first event of the year rather than the last of the year. Um, and it is. It is. Well, it's. obviously, Hammerville was today. Yeah, but I mean, I've got a fair number of tournaments. Yeah, sure. Yeah, as we're recording, the event has finished and DJ has won. Yes. Congratulations. <coughs> um, but what about yourself? Your, and your filthy ghosts. Uh, what about yourself, Grant? I mean, because obviously you're running it, so you'll be the first. Two-dayer T.O. Well, co-team. Because Ryan's also running his event as well. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't really class this. Because it isn't the new handbook, like, obviously GW did decide to just screw everything up by dropping the battle scroll on Thursday, which was nice of them, which completely messed up list submission. Thankfully, I've only got 16 people to worry about, and Ryan's only got 26. I feel sorry for CanCon and LVO, because this also screwed up their list submissions, and they've got just a tad more people going to their events. It's all going to need to be manually checked for points and things like that. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Um, But I think the fact that all three of us also, I saw them make their decision and kind of copied them, but every event decided to go with the current GHB, but with the new Battle Scroll having dropped. Sort of hybrid uh, meta, almost. So it seems to be, you know, the, the right call by the majority consensus. But it's, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's going to be a, a fun event to TO because everyone, especially on the master side of things, should know all the rules. There should be no questions. There should be no weird rules intricacies. Everyone should be on the top of their game, and I should have no issues all weekend whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. And, and yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's Obviously, we're looking ahead to, you know, we get that done. That signifies the end of the year. And the start of the next, which the next two days after that is Brewdog. Which is now, it used to be, of course, we had the Masters in, like, December. And Tempest would kick off the new year in January. So we've now got a belated start to the year and the, the first two-dayer, um, big two-dayer, isn't until March. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I can't remember if Lasters was ranked. We did speak about ranking Lasters. I can't remember. Um but even then, it's only 26 people, so it'll very quickly get eclipsed by the rest of the events that are coming up this year. That we will, you know, we'll, we'll get to some of them before the the show's over. But yeah, I mean, obviously, Brewdog's going to be the real big test of this GHB, which obviously, you know, combining a brand new GHB with copious amounts of high strength beer is going to give us a very accurate indication of just how good these lists are. <laughs> and new battle teams too. Exactly. Yeah. By then, it's. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. And the year in general, I think, shaping up to be quite an interesting year for Scottish AOS. Uh, we've got obviously in April we've got our first GT run by Matt. It's seventy-two people sold out in what three hours or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is mad. 
you know, that's that's just crazy. And we've got people traveling from all over to to come and play. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be different. You know, it's probably twice what we get for a lot of our events. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's not just that. I'll say, say we've got the Brewdog, we've got, you've got Onslaught later in the year. Yeah, that'll be joy. That's all sold out as well. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got Brewdog in November that's partially sold out. And mm-hmm. I did a, did a wee pre-sale to cover the deposit, so it wasn't out of pocket. Um, the rest of those tickets will go on sale later in the year. Um, I can see this year being quite a busy year, I think, now. I think we, I mean, even this year, when I ran Farm Hammer at Common Ground, that was the biggest event we'd had since COVID. And then the two events after it, both were bigger. So we're definitely in a stage of growth for the scene. Yeah. I think um, Matt is talking about another tournament uh, later in the year. Yeah, I, I believe the, the plan is for, for one um, later on in the year. Obviously, leave that to him to announce when the time is right, but I believe that is the case. I could, you know, I'm sure he's even you know, maybe looking to do it a bigger if this one sticks at 72 and there's no drops and, and that, you know. Push, one, push yeah. for 100, you know, that would be that would be something. That would be good. I think yeah. that, would, that would very much encourage a lot of people to come even further because obviously yeah. a lot of the big names will yeah. come up for something that's 100 people. Mm-hmm. Okay, funny. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because obviously the, the uh, English ranking scene, they have much bigger events of standard. So our smaller 40 person events don't really shift the needle for a lot of their their, their oh. systems we're also restarting the bigger events and yeah you know we might get people coming coming up and also mark me and you are traveling to carnage in may yeah and we've got black making a trip down black south to that um all three of us have spoken about northern ireland in august as well be nice so that's uh it's a definite plan if possible. I say if possible, it really should be possible. There shouldn't be any reason why at least some of us aren't there. I'm definitely fully intending to be there and hopefully both of you guys are along with me. I've been there summer holidays, so I'm happy. Sorry? I've been there summer holidays for me, so I'll definitely be going to that. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be good. I think I do want to focus a bit more hitting more events outside of Scotland this year. I think I've, I've said that a few times to people that and it's, it's a weird thing, but I did so much events this year, they stopped feeling special. And I don't know if I like that. I think I'd rather go to a bit less events and have the events themselves mean something a bit more again. We capture the magic, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I got a bit complacent with, oh, it's just another weekend at Common Ground. Um, and I think maybe trying to, you know, go to events further afield or just go to less of them makes the events that bit more exciting. But on the flip side of that, the fact I've not played since October at a tournament is killing me. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's the thing, you're not gonna be playing now in, until Brewdog. Yeah. Exactly. Running the Masters, yeah. So yeah. You'll be getting the the, the hunger pangs on the Yeah, I mean and obviously like before Christmas those have 
those of you that often everyone listening to this will watch another invasion i'm sure i started doing videos for them uh, for for that channel and but they sort of stopped as i were, i could did a couple of more recordings and they were just awful but the plan is to hopefully get that back started again in february with the new ghb um try and get something a bit more regular up for that so even doing that should be good mm-hmm. um just to to keep the reps in i'm fortunate enough now to have a nice space in my living room that i can host games quite easily and with space to film or not to film as needed just a little bit out of the way for a lot of people <laughs> so it's not the it's not the, the bustling metropolis that some places are but yeah i think i think we've sort of covered a lot of ground here and hopefully you know we can probably meet up probably do another another sort of discussion after after masters lasters at some point a couple of weeks after reflect on it mm-hmm. yeah if it happens um, that is another one <laughs> Well, hope, hopefully we can. I mean, I think yeah, it's it's something that we I I want to do this year is try and keep this to to at least once a month. Twice a month would be for some months that work. Some months it's kind of not needed. Depends what we're all doing. Depends what the scene is doing. Um, we do know, seem to be quite um, top heavy at the start of the year, don't we? So we do tend to, but I don't think we are this year really. Well, we've got we've got last as masters in February. Just um, a scourge of Seraphon, which I'm going to the one day. Yeah, and there's a one day team event, Frosty Alliance, with three yeah. person teams. Then Brewdog, and then the month after that, we're off to Manchester. In between that, we've got also got Agom as well after Brewdog in March. Yeah. A couple of weeks later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there is there is quite a few. And then after that, it's it's um, Broken Realms. So that's all before that's all before me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For some reason, despite being the biggest event, Broken Realms is the one that keeps slipping my mind. I think it's because I didn't go to the one early on in the year last year, so in my head, Broken Realms happens later in the year, because that's the one I actually attended this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot happening before me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So plenty, plenty games to get in, and yeah, I guess we'll all just see how it goes we've all got different goals for the masters lasters and my goal is to to the event successfully and announce the correct winner this time <laughs> <laughs> that helps it, it it does it does obviously mark you want to recapture the magic of aos yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it i've, I've had some time off and yeah i'm looking forward to the the season ahead um i think it's it's done me some good just to just not play games and just mm-hmm. rise and you know, play with a World of Warcraft or whatever, and just like yeah. do things like that, and just just you know maybe focus on other projects, or just painting things. But I'm I'm looking forward to now getting back to the table, just seeing yeah. people, seeing people is is the, is the major thing. For uh, sure, yeah, that's something I've really missed. That's like the biggest thing since since November is um, just the the social aspect of the game, which we've all three of us agree is the most important part anyway. Yeah, I mean apart from that, obviously I go with family and stuff like that, but my my friendship group is ninety nine percent Peter Sigma yeah. and Warhammer, so yes, absolutely, absolutely the same. And then obviously, Kara's going to try and do as good as she can in the Masters. Try to. Yeah. Try it. 
as yeah. I can see, you're busy rearranging your models at the minute. I'm uh, just arranging to pick up the army to beat Mark tomorrow. <laughs> I concede. I can allow you. <laughs> Pre-concede. Pre-concede. That's no fun. Nobody wants to play Warhammer. I just want to talk about Warhammer and pretend you played it. <laughs> That's true. That is. GP That's fair. Yeah. It was just pretending game. It was really close. Really close game that we had, and uh, you win in the end. <laughs> <laughs> you double turned me and seen the fool. That that's never that's never fun. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Well, on that, we'll uh, we'll leave it here, I think. And like I say, we'll we'll catch back up. In a couple of weeks' time, hopefully, see what we're all see how the Masters Lasters went for us all. Since mm-hmm. we've all got three different perspectives on the event, it'll be good to see, and we can look forward to the chaos and mayhem that will be Brewdog. Mm-hmm. Just don't forget your towel. Yes, Mark, the towel. The towel is needed. Do you really need to bring the towel? You need to bring the towel because once I beat you, you're going to wear the towel all weekend. And what happens if I beat you? What are you going to wear? I'll wear your towel. <laughs> okay. Deal. No plans, Tyler. You prepared it here first, folks. <laughs> Just get the mask and tape ready, baby. <laughs> okay. Right. What if it's a draw? Do you both need to wear it? You swear. Yeah, yeah, Every other game. No, no. I think if we, if it's a draw, we have to wear it. We both wear it like at night, like a Siamese pub crawl twin. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna end well. Yeah, that, that's just going to be super fun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with that mental image, I hope you all enjoy yeah. it. Bye. Bye.